Welcome to Boy Podcast. You got me, I'm Jack O'Shea. You got Henry O'Shea. Ready and super psyched. And you got Jack Neuheisel. Also very psyched. Happy to be here. We'll be here uh, every, every week uh, going over what's going on in entertainment and news and TV shows and movies. And, and I'm sure we'll get like Snapchat and all that new what shit. What we're talking about. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? So basically, uh, we got a big first episode for you. The first thing, we're going to obviously start with Game of Thrones. Um, but before we do that, let me go through uh, the rest of what we got. Uh, we got J.K. Simmons actually is going to call into the show. Fired up for J.K. Very excited about that, yeah. Um, we're going to do some trailers uh, on Tinder, uh, where we're going to watch some trailers, and then we're going to decide if we swipe right or swipe left. Worth a watch, not worth a watch. Worth a watch, not worth a watch. And then we got, uh, we're going to go over some celebrity news. We're going to give our takes on that. Uh, we're going to fix some movies. We're going to figure out where the, the guy who played Crab... And Harry Potter, what's that actor been up to? Where are they now? A little detective work. I missed him in HP7 Part 1 and Part 2. Yeah. yeah. Where, where the hell is he? I found him. I'm going to tell you where. We just got a bag of tricks for today's show. We're ready to go. <laughs> we, we got a ton, yeah. especially J.K. Simmons at the end. Yes, it's going to be good. Yeah. And, and He's provocative. And really quick, let's just go around. What are we watching this week? Uh, well, this week, obviously, you had Game of Thrones, Rick and Morty. Uh, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, best reality show on television, not even close, Bachelor in Paradise. He's back. baby. Do you watch that back, trailer for, of the upcoming scenes, by the way? It's going to be Because I think good. we're getting Daniel back. We're getting some big-time characters. Get fired up for our, everyone's favorite Canadian. I am excited. I'm into it. What about you? Anything you, you want to get? Uh, I'm kind of always watching The Office because it's comfort food. Yes. <laughs> um, so that, and then uh, there's a movie I, I think I was telling you guys about. It's on Netflix, Opening Night with uh, Tober Grace. It's kind of a musical. No. But it's like, it's, I don't know. I just started watching it and I've watched it. It's like, got a chance? As I'm going to bed, I've watched like 20 minutes of it the past three nights. So I'll, I don't know how it ends. Okay. But I hope it's Be been sure fun. Be Yeah. It's uh, got Tay Diggs in it. And J.C. Chazé from NSYNC playing himself. Dude, what are you Chazé. watching? Well, no, I'm still bouncing around. So we, we checked out some shows uh, for a segment we do occasionally called uh, Swimming Upstream. So we check out some shows that are streaming currently on Netflix, Showtime, Amazon, all these different spots because there's just too many, too much content coming out. It's nice to keep uh, an ear to the ground and eyes on it, and that way you're not constantly going through some bad shows or what have you. So we we started Ozark last week and got into that for a little bit, mm-hmm. and since uh, we loved the first episode, every episode since has been subsequently worse. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as I, I was originally coming in to tell you how fired up I am to finish Ozark this week, and I'm at like ep five, and I think I'm just gonna let it be there. Pass. I think I'm gonna let wow. that sleeping dog lie. Pass. I'm over it. Wow, you're going to ghost it. I dig Bateman. I'd love to talk to him about where it went off the rails, but everything else, I'm, I'm out. Let's get Bateman on the show. Anyway, so I mean, we got to start off, though, because we're an entertainment podcast, Game of Thrones. So let's go right into our Game of Thrones segment. Morning Throners. All right, so this is Morning Throners. Every Sunday or night or Monday night, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. Only one more. Watching the episode last night. Got a bunch of questions for you guys. I didn't watch nearly as much Game of Thrones as you guys do. Knew you're probably our resident Game of Thrones expert. Henry, you're... I, uh, if, I'm pretty close. If news a 10, I'm giving you an 8.5. Solid B. <laughs> which puts me right around a, a half. A half. All right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a 1. Not passing. I'm, I'm becoming a 1 because I, I like sit with you guys. So I got some questions for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I also got some takes of my own. And we'll basically go through them. Are we ever going to see John bend the knee in a moment where he's not bending the knee saying that I'm declaring my allegiance to you, but proposing? And will they acknowledge that? <laughs> and will it be the corniest scene in the history of television? 
I don't know. Is that, I love that idea because I've never thought of someone doing a fake bend the knee, popping out a ring. Dude, they <laughs> say. That'd be great. That sounds like a Euron move. They, they say. It does bend, sound like a Euron move. They say bend the knee. Constantly. More than any other term in the entire season. Yeah. It's going to happen. I, They're no, I building up to my this only, My only hesitation is, is that the, the way it works in Westeros? Is that the tradition where you get on a knee, or is it? It's not the Dothraki way. No, like, so you know, far I, it's all very contractual. It's yeah. a lot of I yes. want, yeah. It's all like yeah. you're assigned. You're making deals about other people. I would love it's though like, to I'm be with her for so John to break the this. wheel in a sense, though, with marriage and relationships, and maybe Danny proposes. That would be great if she gets on a knee and he's mm-hmm. like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "No, no, 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 no. Ah. ring time." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. Every kiss Khaleesi. begins with Khaleesi. Yeah. I really love that. Mother of dragons. Husband of John. Um, but, uh, Mr. and wife, Mrs. Daenerys Tegarian. Wife, wife of John. <laughs> For the first time as a couple. The redhead guy with the beard. Torment. Torment. The wildling, yeah. Wildling. Mm-hmm. Is he gay? Maybe. Listen why. Listen why. Here's why I think he's gay. One, the most obvious one was sort of the dick joke yesterday. You can yeah. always count on Game of Thrones. That's why I love. That's why I'm, I love. We didn't know the word for dick. Classic. <laughs> and, but he knows. How do you not know? It sounds so much like he knows. Like cock. cock. It's the same. Yeah. And then he says, "I like dick." And yeah. then the hound did like, a, "Sure you do." Yeah. Which is great. And then later, he basically said he just likes Brienne because he wants to breed with her to make Breeding large purposes. children. I think he doesn't really understand. We, sexuality is a spectrum and stuff. I think he's on, on one end of it. I'm happy you asked this because like, I think we can give a little bit of information. Tormund's most known for his, uh, having sex with a bear. That's like his that thing. That was like his big thing in season yeah. three. Oh, They're really? like sitting around a fire, killing yeah. time before they storm uh, Castle Black. Yeah. And it's like... Swapping stories. Yeah, he's talking about the time <laughs> he fucked this bear. <laughs> yeah, it's like holds nothing. Yeah, like that's his thing. He's like the bear fucker. Okay. Whatever wildling tongue is for that... And right before they get into that conversation too, in this most recent episode, they're walking with Jon Snow, and he's they're doing the whole fighting's better, yeah. fucking's best. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, and then he's like, <laughs> "There's not stuff. a girl. There's not a girl within a thousand miles of here." And it's like, "We're gonna have to make do." Look at <laughs> Gendry. And it's like, yeah. "Watch out, little boy." <laughs> he belongs on Spike TV. I feel like he is Mansur's torment. <laughs> yeah, torment is yeah. He really is. Right? He really is. So, just real quick, just to get you guys. So, Henry, is he gay or not? Uh, no, I think he's just an absolute sexual fiend. I think he's just always ready to go. He's everything. Everything. He's pansexual. And every, anything, yeah. Gay I, or not. I don't think it's sex. I think it's power. I yes. think he's just fucking yes. everything that moves. He's a dom. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just banging everything. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So whatever will submit. So there you have it. The answer is we don't know. Every time that guy lights his sword on fire, that's awesome. So cool. So I don't even know how the hell that's happening. Does he have like flint on his glove? That was the only thing like, I could think of was like his sword is basically one long matchbox and his glove has like the match part and yeah. just lighten it. But I, other, I had no idea. What a sick. It's, it's so cool. It's a lightsaber. It's just a so cool. cool little parlor why, trick why right don't they, Why don't they all have that? Does that have something to do with his connection to the Lord of Light? To the Lord of the Light? Because otherwise everyone needs a fire and a fire hammer. I, there's got to be something, an actual explanation for it. Because I don't buy that he's just throwing fire No way. It, right? I'm, but I'm surprised that they didn't explain. I'm sure there must be an explanation yeah, in the past. Yeah. It's freaking sweet. At I'm least give John one. At least make the yeah. Valyrian sword on fire because that's just lethal. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a lightsaber. My favorite part about it too is there's one shot, and which makes me think that in order to do that effect, it's really hard to actually do the effect. <laughs> yeah. Like he needs to keep it in this exact spot because every time he lights it on fire, it's the same shot. It's a, it's right in front of him, a little bit below Jedi stance, and, and he just kind of <sighs> yeah, total Jedi it's a stance. Yeah. There's one scene. 
where John grabs the hound's alcohol that he's drinking to pour, basically to pour one out, like like he's pouring a 40 out for a lost brother, mm-hmm. but also to to set the priest's body on fire. Thoris. Th- Thoris's body on fire. The fact that he can actually use the alcohol that the hound was drinking means that at the very least, the hound was drinking like straight 151 <laughs> or rubbing alcohol. Because you can't like he's light some beer or tequila <laughs> or vodka on fire. Like yeah. it, it has to be... An insane content, and the hound was drinking it like it was a fucking slurpee. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of regulation on alcohol no. content. In no. What, uh, yeah, the Especially West with Thoris, after drinking. that uh, that story he shares about being too drunk to remember the battle. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Like heavy stuff. You guys are just getting blasted. Not Wait, fooling around. Thoros died? So Thoros of Mir died. The, the, the priest with the, the top knot. Uh, he man uh, what happened? To the, I thought the one-eyed guy died. No, no one-eyed guy's still that's kicking. But, I love Thoros, though. But he's on thin ice, because Thoros is the guy who used to bring him back to life. He's dead now. Anyone who's balding, but then just lets it, yeah, lets it go long. <laughs> I'm just, I love you. I love him so much. Where the hell did the uh, Night King get an arm like that when he throws <laughs> <Yeah>. that spear? <laughs> Is he juicing? Are we just gonna not talk about the fact that he just threw a spear 500 miles an hour? At a dragon who was as high as a skyscraper, as I say, it was and really just high. Darted yeah. him. So aside from all the obvious supernatural abilities that they have, the mm-hmm. only thing for sure that we know that they can do is they have like super strength. Yeah. So the first time, this is uh, in the beginning of this episode, John takes down his second White Walker mm-hmm. in one-on-one combat again easily. But in the hard hone up, when he's first doing it, that guy's just throwing him around, kicking his a ass. little barn, making a show yeah. of it too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like like classic villain like. Could probably had nine kill He gives him like a backhand. Yeah, and he, he like just kind of like him. toss him around. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like, let's let's have fun with this guy. But essentially, yeah, that's all we know about him is they are ridiculously strong. strong. Yeah. Freakish. So okay. I, I bought the toss. That was an absolute and howitzer. And good. Jeez. <laughs> I, just as Get some, out of the way. As someone who is unaware that that was like even a possibility... You see the dragon pawn away, and I remember watching it, and you guys were like, no. Yeah, no, we knew, you no. knew it was coming. As soon as he gets the spear, it's yeah. like, well, he's not going to miss. Well, they were <laughs> implying that it was just coming, but the dragon's flying away. And so he, high. And he doesn't even do like a crow hop. He just like, he, he yeah. basically only. It's like an Achilles up, throw. He upper bodies it. You know he just is? like, he, he beer pongs it. Very similar thing. to Brad Pitt Achilles, uh, just kind of warning shot to Hector. Super. Temple of Apollo. 100%. Just yeah. like, uh, he does not miss. God, we'll talk about Troy. He missed on purpose. Point. I just yeah. love the dude giving him the little ice bolt. Oh my like, lord. He's just mid iron. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those they it. have? <laughs> so, it's just so dope. So, so dope. There was a point where Jon Snow, <clears throat> we thought he died. We saw. We saw him die. We saw him Basically. Di- we saw him die. Um, the dragon, one of the dragons got stabbed by that thing. I thought, and I think probably crossed a lot of people who were watching his mind, what was going to happen, which I almost would have loved to have happened, is John was going to become a White Walker, and because he's a Targaryen, he was going to be able to ride the now White Walker dragon, wow. and all of a sudden, which one would have been sweet because it would have connected the Targaryen story that we've all just been, they've been just fucking teasing us for the entire time with it's it. It's gotten obnoxious. And, and it would have been just dope because now it's fair, because the one, the one thing that I keep on saying this season is, we're really starting to see the dragons a lot, and the it it's almost like a dangerous game that they're playing, which is the dragons are just so unfair. Like they just the only can, uh, can existing get anyone Air Force. out of a jam. Yes. yes, yes, but they're airplanes that kill everything. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty shocked that the dragons came. We've yet to see all three dragons. The only time we saw them in action was when they burned all the ships in Marine. Um, yeah, second to last episode last season. 
with the slavers, whatever, at Marine, they burned down all the ships. Mm-hmm. When they, she flew all three of them, you kind of knew one of them was going to die, right? Yeah. I feel like I knew there's no way she returns with three of them. It's, you're, you're right. It's so unfair that, like, at least one of them, of course, died, and you kind of saw that coming. I think another one dies. I think, like, it's, it's too unfair. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Why would you send all three for a rescue mission? I don't for, like, know. like, nine people? I don't know. And you only know. sent one for the war at the, uh, the loot, Totally the train, agree. whatever the hell. Well, I think she, she uh, knew not to underestimate the Army of the Dead, which we don't even know if she still believed in at the time. Yeah. It's tricky. Oh, she believes now. Oh, she believes now. How about that boat scene? Every time they let someone die over the wall... Mm-hmm. They become a White Walker. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like dodgeball, where it's a two-player sway. Two-player two swap. Some, someone dies, mm-hmm. you're arming. If you lose a guy, it, you're, you're, the, they're now plus two because you're losing the guy, and now he's on their side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like catching a ball in dodgeball. It, it, it's like catching a ball in dodgeball. Yeah. It's a two-player sway. <laughs> the good guys. That's two-player sway. The, the, the good guys. Here's my, my theory. The good guys should just send the weakest, like little, like handicapped, handicapable kid mm-hmm. who has some, you know, some issues, <laughs> and no it's problem. just an absolute child, and send him over to become a White Walker because we all know a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. You can just load their <laughs> army with duds, and and a chain is only as strong as their weakest link. Give them the weakest possible link. Just give us some losers. War, war is over. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Give them some losers that will won't be able to hold the wall. Things will collapse. You break the wall once, things collapse. Who's Samuel Tarley's? Who's that kid he's dragging around? His kid. His kid. Crash his son. Kid? The baby. Yeah. Is that his? No, it's technically not his, son. his kid. It's Gilly's like son kid, that her, yeah. her dad. Her dad. Yeah. Her. It's a real fucked it's up. It's a rough backstory. story that they well, don't talk about a lot. It's a good looking kid given the circumstances. Big kid. Big boy. Oh, he's big. <laughs> he's like like just for a baby. Pretty massive. Like what they should have done. Is like if there was ever another Tyrion, this is almost offensive. If there was ever another Tyrion who was born with, you know, dwarfism or something, that's a baby. Just toss him over, turn him into a White Walker. Yeah. Now they're all, they're as strong as their weakest link. <laughs> War is over. Now we can focus on Cersei. Speaking of, of weakest links, them pulling the, uh, the army of the undead pulling the dragon out of the lake with the chains. Where are they getting these chains? One of you guys said that. Where are they getting these chains? <laughs> Where, those are not, those chains are not fooling around. Those chains are made in a factory. Yeah. They were like <laughs> miles long. And they were like, each little chain link is like the size of your torso. Second it's like, question, who swam down I was just gonna say, to attach the yeah, chains I don't know how they, the they drew straws or whatever Who's happened. Their dive what team? a bummer for they, the guy. Yeah. They probably got like a White Walker version of Ares, a merman. Who, they, they, yeah, they must have like sea creatures that are undead that they're... And also, really quick, that takes a while to, to not only go down to wherever the dragon is, but then to securely tie oh, no, each totally. one so that it's like, yeah... It's stable. If you pull it out, the dragon's coming up with you it. You got an army of the undead guy popping up, giving yeah. the thumbs up. We're ready. <laughs> We're ready. Ah, let me double check really quick. Ah. We should be good. He's and, standing on top of the dragon, hanging onto the chain as he rides Yeah, up. Just looking like McConaughey from Sahara. Just also, one more it. comment about the dragon. Obviously, it's dead now. The eyes are blue. It's cold. It's not breathing fire, right? Breathing ice. It's breathing ice. Is, so, it, is that what we think? A song of ice and fire. Ah, that's what it's going to be, right? So my only God hang up George, with that still is <laughs> like the shot we just got with the most bat- the most recent battle scene with the uh, the dragons, where they like blow fire and then you get kind of the immediately to dust kind of thing, yes. just ash. Yes. 
I worry about that with the ice if now all of a sudden we've got frozen people. So I think like, I ah. think we're going to see frozen people, which I'm very excited about because it's one of my favorite things in movies, like Batman with Schwarzenegger as a yeah. Doc Freeze or whatever. Right. Does, has anybody ever referred to it as Winteros? Winteros? Winter's coming. <laughs> I've never heard it. I don't know. Sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I feel like if they cut that, you went, oh my God. That is the Pirates of the Caribbean line we're waiting for. The undead, the Gilbert Gottfried voice, Night King is going to say to him, like, hello, Jon Snow. And then, hello, and Jon then, Snow. And, and then Gendry's going to be face to face with, uh, you know, like a couple of the undead, and the, the, the sassy one's going to go, this is what? Like, this is Monstros? We're like Winteros. That's the joke. Punch it up. See Credits ya. roll. Season finale. We'll see you next year. Height is becoming a big factor. Uh, Khaleesi at one point said uh, Jon Snow is too short for her. Um, she's kind of like the uh, Tormund who mm-hmm. she, wa- she wants All breeding. She wants big children. Uh, she also apologized to Tyrion for being short. Last episode, Tyrion was talking about how his dad didn't like him because he was too short. Uh, dwarf. Um, Gendry told Jon Snow that he thought he'd be taller. You're right. Um, it's, a, it's a constant conversation topic. The redhead guy wants to make children with Brienne because she's tall. Is Khaleesi... What's the deal with height? Why is that all of a sudden a thing? She heightest? Why is she a size queen? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I think it all goes back to her, her original... She's uh a size queen. Original bay, uh, uh, Drogo. The uh, Dothraki, because yeah, that guy was a freaking mountain. <laughs> once you go, that guy was a planet. Once you go Dothraki, you don't go back. <laughs> you don't you go back. Yeah. You do not go back. Here's my prediction for how the wall happens. Mm-hmm. Night King gets to the wall. Okay. John, Khaleesi, maybe even Cersei, they're all ready for him. Night King comes up, says, hello, Jon Snow. Dragon comes up. Freeze ice. Kills a bunch of, or freezes a bunch of Jon Snow's stuff. These dudes. Sassy undead guy. Westeros, more like Winteros. <laughs> and there it is. Season. <laughs> so that's how I think it's going to end. Sassy undead guy. On a light note. <laughs> Although maybe they give the Winteros line to the smug eunuch. Maybe they give it to... Varys. Varys. That's why I call it Winteros. That's yeah. why I like to call it Winteros. <laughs> anyway, that was Morning Throners. Uh, it was our first real edition of Morning Throners. Um, unfortunately, it's our second to last for yeah. like a yeah. year. Super so. Bowl Sunday next week. All right, so now we're going to move on to a segment we call Adult Realizations. We all watched a ton of movies when we were kids. And you don't really remember a lot of stuff. Or you don't realize. You, might, you don't realize. You don't understand. You're too, you don't get the world. You, you know? get, I think you get from A to B. But then there's little stuff that yeah. like happens within the plot. But it's little stuff that quite... you look back now and you rewatch it. And it's really big stuff. It completely changes the landscape of the movie. Yes. Yeah. The amount of stuff that went over my head as a child is shocking like i think, I think it's I was most like, of the stuff i feel like it's like all kids are just stupid i think i was just <laughs> i was stupid for a kid like i just <laughs> did not pick up on like central themes like I, I didn't realize that movies were really stories until so my adult realization i got one this week my adult realization is um i thought up until very recently you spelled santa claus with an e at the end like c l a u S-E. Oh, I knew this one. Yes. I, I, this was a recent one for me also. There's no E at the end of Santa Claus. It's like it's supposed to be yeah. C-L-A-U-S. But because of the mo- the Tim Allen movie, the Santa Claus, I've been spelling Santa Claus 
wrong the entire time. <laughs> the The title of the movie itself is a is like a it's like a legal play on it's about work. a contract. It's, a it's like all about him accidentally falling into a contract and having to. Uh, you know, deal with that contract. There's a, it's like a, the entire movie is based around this like contractual litigation. Yeah. Of the Santa I, clause. <laughs> no, no, and then another thing clause is, uh, it's like uh German for Nick. Cause it's, Oh, no way. Cause it's, uh, Saint Nick. it's like Klaus Klaus Klaus. He's basically, he's Santa Klaus. He's Saint Nicholas. Oh, oh. yeah. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, because I never got the Saint Nick thing. Because isn't it seemed out of nowhere? What other name is Chris it? Kringle. Chris, Chris Kringle. That's it. Which yeah. again, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was always Chris. In in, in uh, the uh, Chris with a K. Yes. Well, Kringle with a K. Uh, Fred Claus. Yes. Does he call him Nick or does he call him Chris? He calls him Nick. He calls him Nick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Chris Kringle, in my mind, is more like Nicholas. All you hear is Saint Nick. You don't hear a last name there. It's nonsense. Maggie. Mikey, Mikey. We're, we're filling the podcast, so and we're you, you come chill. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought, um, that's a roommate, Mikey, by the way. So I thought that uh, um, he was, uh, by the way, this is like the ex- Mikey's exact nightmare. He immediately came in wanting to tell us very little about what happened last night, but at the same time being like, Jack. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, but yeah, so that, that was my adult realization. Clause is spelled uh, without the E. I forget how I came to that realization, but I did on my own one day. It was like a Santa Claus review article. Yeah. And I saw the two separate spellings, and it like I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I never once crossed my mind that that's even the case. I've probably written it down so many times, and no one just ever had the heart to tell me. Like, yeah. You, you guy, you're 100%. That's 100%. a Tim Allen movie. I, re- yeah. I realized that rewatching it, I mean, it was probably last Christmas, the whole, like, the big turn in the movie is when he's like, wait, what? I'm Santa Claus? And, like, read the fine print. It's and he like, looks at the business card, and it's like, ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> yeah, and my, my favorite part is he isn't Santa Claus. He doesn't want to be no, at first. No, he, yeah. But he's legally he's obligated. He's required. He's obligated. <laughs> By no authority. By what court? I, I wonder. <laughs> I, I would love to see this high-powered businessman challenge be like... I'm going to appeal this. We're going to appeals court. <laughs> but for some reason... Uh, the, and I also think what you said, which is everybody, nobody had the heart to tell you. I think the entire world, at least people our age... We're on that same wavelength. I think I'm blowing people's minds right now <laughs> that it's spelled without the E. I think everyone was like, yeah, it's clause with an E. Anyway, so that's my adult realizations. Uh, New, I know you had yeah, an adult realization this week, too. Uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, again. I did Grinch last time we did this, but Holes. Mm. Uh, very underrated soundtrack. Kill classic. Early, dig uh, up, Shia Beef. Dig them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in Holes, um, constantly you're going back through uh like the town is today camp greenbow mm-hmm. and you're going back and they're they're going back to like a thriving uh early 1900s stanley like, yelnats yeah uh, industrial ancestors town. yeah exactly child of ancestors yeah and they keep flashing back to this town and the, and the big plot we keep uh tuning into is this uh school teacher uh lady mm-hmm. and her uh love affair and her lovely peaches uh, with uh this guy who's an onion picker yeah and and a good one at that. And a damn good one. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's a, it's a big deal when he rides yeah, into town the best with, in with town. his onions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Cause just, just, for, just yes. for context, something to understand about that guy is he is also black, and the, yeah. and the school teacher is a white woman. Yeah. 
And as a young lad, that never once I never thought that was strange, and so I never was like, of "That's the not. that's the problem." Yeah. So I thought it was always just a jealousy thing. I was like, "Oh, this onion picker and the and the rich guy that owns the lake." Yeah, no, same. That's I, why we hate him. No, I definitely. I mean, because you you see the there's the there's the rich guy. My daddy, you you the duck may <laughs> swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. My, my could, daddy owns the yeah, lake. Yeah, no, you're right. I always it was a clearly teacher onion guy relationship. That guy's not pumped about it. I always thought it was just because. You know, if I can't have it, nobody can. But yeah. no, yeah. it is all racially implicated. Yeah. I had no idea. So totally I'm watching good. the thing, and then the, the girl goes and like talks to the sheriff, and the sheriff's wasted. Yeah, and he he's makes like, some comment. I always get drunk before hanging, and he's like, "Well, if you're gonna hang him, like you're gonna have to hang me too, because yeah. I kissed him back." And then he's like, "It's not illegal for you to kiss him. It's only illegal for him to kiss you." And I was like, "Wait, wait what? a minute! You are blowing <laughs> my mind right now. Wait, this what? racist Texas town. <laughs> yeah. That's why we killed him. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. That went so far over my head. Right? I'm surprised I even saw it in the first place. That was like a that was a, a home run from the get go. I could not see. It. I had no idea about the race. It, it makes yeah, you feel more. It, was... it makes you understand kissing Kate Barlow and her, oh, her dirty deeds. Now she's a bit more, more. renegade. It's yeah, she's like, more of a vigilante. You killed my man. It was like this is wrong. Things need to change. Yeah, no <laughs> more, no really, longer. Really quick, one, one last note on holes too. One thing I realized: insane coincidence. So the, the greatest coincidence in that entire movie is uh, that zero stands for Zeroni. You will carry Madame Zeroni up and, and Shia LaBeouf and, and, and Zero. He just happens to carry Zero up a mountain at the well, very his end. Hands. That's another thing you so never his catch. Hands were fucked up. So it's a crazy. So it's a which yeah, he can't walk his hands. Are fucked, it's but um, that's another thing. Like so, obviously that's a crazy coincidence. It goes so much further. This is something I too remember because I remember being as a little kid being like, I just the odds of that happening. It's impossible. But as a little kid. Uh, I, I picked up on not only did their great ancestors end up at the same juvenile detention camp, mm-hmm. and not only did something happen that would require one of them and to And they carry met overseas. Another, they met overseas. That's the crazy part. Yeah. So it ends, the, the his like great-grandfather's the camp ends with him going to America with... He left Madame Zeroni in whatever country. He did not he was carry in. her up the mountain to make her to drink water to, to go strong. But the idiot forgot to go back for Madame Zeroni. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be cursed for all, always and eternity. And eternity. <laughs> anyway, he carries her like she at some point. Her ancestors also. Yeah, came we got to make America. the move too. Even yeah, like you're the, right. The, the no one's gonna carry us up the mountain. It's time to leave. <laughs> So I, it's that, that's the amazing part is I had no idea the movie was about race, <laughs> but I was like, the the possibility of this whole curse being broken is just so impossible. <laughs> that I that's the part I couldn't stand. Uh, another tiny tangent, but didn't you say at the end of the movie when it's like they find Zero's mom uh, and he's like, no, I said this. I oh, said this. Okay, yeah. They find Zero's mom, and it's like, yeah, like we were able, with the money that we got, we were able to hire a private detective team. Turns out she was looking for him, too. She would be able to do a simple Google search and find him. He's in the <laughs> He's prison on the system. Books. Well, He's on the books. Well, slow down. First of all, I think this was set in like 2002, so she probably would have been using like an Ask Jeeves at that time. <laughs> Still, I think Jeeves has the answer. Get your search engines. Get, it, get him looking. Um, I mean, today, she could just bing it. Yeah, right? She could ask Alexa right now. 
He's Alexa, at, where is, is my he's, kid? he's in the Diggy system. Haas. He's on. He's in the he's system. He's got to be in the system. Well, where were you looking? Were, were you not just like throwing walking down the street, into... like calling out his name? Yeah, yeah. That, that was <laughs> that, that was just the biggest cop out ever. Turns out she was looking for him she too. Was looking for him too. You're right. That's come on. You weren't looking for shit. <laughs> a lot of a lot of plot holes. He in found holes. you. We're still in for holes, but yeah. oh, I'm still very it's much that issues. The soundtrack alone. Holes is like ogres. Because they're like onions. Many layers. And they have layers. <laughs> yeah. So you make girls cry. And they make no. girls cry. <laughs> so you're not like an onion. <laughs> Get them chopping. All right. So that was adult realizations. This is now our next segment that we're going to do every week, um, which is News with New Heisel. What's AKA, going on? AKA what is happening? News with New. I'm going to tell yeah. you what's happening. Yeah, Mr. exactly. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. New, give us the headlines. What's yeah, going absolutely. on? Absolutely. Uh, well, in this most recent last week, and let me clarify too, because we're going to be doing this section every week. Yeah. Um, and we gave me this role because I'm the most educated when it comes to pop culture. You know it, the people. And it certainly got, had nothing yeah. to do with my last name and making a pun off that. So <laughs> no. let's just dive right into it. It uh, was too It was too easy to get. It was just like, when we were trying to come up with segments, it was just like, <laughs> well, we got we one. Do, we got news one. with Hen? Yeah. <laughs> news with O'Shea? Actually, it didn't sound that bad. <laughs> yeah, but does sound it, pretty but, good. But does it Let's sound as, that. Does it sound as good as news with new? I'm gonna write it down. Nothing. <laughs> but anyway, so every week uh, we're just gonna go back over uh, certain headlines that caught our eye throughout the week. Uh, so not necessarily this isn't stuff that happened necessarily hours ago, or is the most breaking news uh, in today's. So news what cycle. people are talking about? It's just what we're talking about. What we're curious and yeah. something that probably deserves a comment on. So, the big stories. Yeah. So and it can be things as simple as our first headline here. Uh, Tom Cruise broke his ankle. Uh, in filming an, uh, his, his own stunt Did for Mission Impossible 6. Just crashing into the building. Tom Cruise is bad ass. Uh, I never realized. I always heard he did his own stunts and stuff. And there's like that video of him on the airplane and stuff. I still never kind of really bought it. I always thought it's like, well, he doesn't actually. Like they, that's just like kind of his thing. There is a video of him doing a stunt, jumping across buildings, smashing into the building. Like broken leg. Yeah. Bad. Uh, I remember watching an interview once on Conan with uh, Simon Pegg, the guy that played. He's in the Mission Impossible's. He's uh, he's the British dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hot fuzz, uh, hot fuzz, dude. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Uh, and he was like, they were doing these driving sequences. And I don't know if you remember MI6, but the driving sequences were freaking insane. They're going through like freaking Monaco. There've been they're... six Mission Impossible. I was about to I think say this is Mission that... Impossible six, but I remember the last one was MI6. So I don't know how that works. I feel like MI6 is the name of the the their group. spy group. I thought that was like James their Bond. crew. Clearly, we are not that in tune with this uh, this franchise. <laughs> but I know Cruz. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I know Cruz. Cruz. I know Tommy. The only, the only <laughs> Cruz know I know, know more than Tom is Carnival Cruz. Because they, be- they never disappoint. They know. Uh, but yeah, going back to the Simon Pegg thing, he was like, yeah, we well, were doing the stunts, and it was Tom Cruise driving. And he apparently he's just better than most stuntmen. He's a world-class stunt guy. Just whips it. Yeah. So all the driving sequences you see in these things, it's him behind the wheel doing the spins and the shit. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Very random. So something super cool about no, Tom Cruise cool. and a guy that's got a lot wrong with him. And if you haven't uh, seen the video, you got to check it out. Like he is leaping across. So he's driving. No, no, no. The video when he gets hurt is him on top of the building jumping like thirty feet to another one. It's like skyscrapers. He's he's harnessed in, but both times there's like, they show two takes. He shorts it, boom, hanging, dangling in the air, Jeez. and just like ah. Dude, that, <laughs> I, I guarantee you too that it's not like you're, we're saying it's because like he's actually the best stuntman. I guarantee you, the only person who wants Tom Cruise doing the stunts himself is Tom Cruise. Yes. Tom Cruise. Yes. 100%. I think a professional would do it better. Literally, yeah. <laughs> no matter what. The director, every producer, his agent, everyone involved, especially the stuntmen, yeah. are like, just let us do the 
fucking stunt. Let us do our jobs. Um, Let us do our jobs. <laughs> you, you, you stick to being the, the crazy guy yeah. behind the camera the, or in front of the camera. Jumping on couches. You don't have to do the jump. This is why. <laughs> this is he's just such a friggin nut um and this actually is a perfect segue talking about him being a gigantic nut yeah. and his uh perhaps uh more controversial religious background uh with the church of scientology mm-hmm. uh speaking of the church in scientology elizabeth moss who you guys will remember from mad men she's the uh which one in Mad Men? she's in get him to the greek too she's jonah hill's uh girlfriend in get him to the greek oh yes the yes. kind of she's attractive but yeah. There's something. Yeah, there's something. She's not traditionally attractive. She's cute. Somehow cute. makes her more attractive. She's cute. She's cute. I, I don't know what it is. Yes. I don't know what it is. She's I don't want to say she's assistant. bad looking because she's not, she's but a, I don't think yeah. she's hot. Anyway, uh, she uh, recently got caught. Uh, she's coming under a little turmoil because she's uh, recently defending the Church of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Someone commented on our Instagram. Uh, like something regarding uh, Scientology and comparing it basically to like a fundamentalist group and saying they bring more harm than good. Wow. And then she went to quickly. That's immediately, a hot take. Yeah, that's a take. She, she went to immediately go defend that. And so recently people are giving her flack for being like, you don't fucking believe that. Why are you still? No, and, that, and that's big time because I feel like every celebrity that was Scientologist is coming out against it now. Like there's that, there's a new show coming out with uh, Leanne Rimes. The, uh, no, not Leanne Rimes. Uh, not Leanne Leah Rimes. What's her name? Leah Romini. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, not Leanne What's Rimes. What's Leanne doing? I'm, I want to be <laughs> no. involved. She's leading, love the, uh, leading the, the movement. Uh, the Dixie Chicks and Rita <laughs> McIntyre and uh, uh, Shania Twain, actually. Are Jody all Messina. Com- yeah. Uh, Whatever her name is, though. What did you say it was? Leah Romini. Leah Romini from uh, King of Queens. She King of Queens wife. fame, yeah. She like was the big Scientology person, is like out of it now. She has her own show talking with celebrities who have been in it for years, like... Like, talking so about there was that Going Clear uh, documentary which on is HBO, insane. which is nuts. They are gnarly. They're, I mean, like, even, they're like, not even cult. They're not even that close they're to just religion. Mean. They're just kind of this group that's doing yeah. weird shit. Mm-hmm. Just very gullible. And, like, they got enough foot soldiers to fuck up your day. Yeah. Yeah. No, gnarly. No, no, no. What else we got, what yeah, else so we got going get, on? Getting off that. Uh, let's, let's, let's make it a little bit more fun. Uh, Star Wars, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, uh, which they've been talking about doing for a little bit. So now every year... Star Wars is either going to release another movie in line with the trilogy or a new thing. And then the following year, they're going to do one of these uh, Rogue Ones. Yeah, kind of an original. Uh, sort of yeah. a one-off yeah, they're side gonna, story. They, they've already approved. Doesn't have a sequel. I think already in the works is a Han Solo. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. biopic. And now... God, just pumping out movies. It is uh, going to get the Obi-Wan. And what's exciting about that is Ewan McGregor has already said he'd be super in to do the project. Wow. And he's now the perfect age for the original... Old Ben, fucking New Hope. How great is that? I got one question. Do we get the rat tail back? God, I hope so. Because that was... I think <laughs> you need it. I think we get the rat tail back. And and I like... Well, I, I feel like if they're going to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi version, it will be the stuff that we don't see. So I, I don't think... a touch of gray, Obi-Wan. It would be, yeah. It would be during play. the Rogue One time. It yeah. would be like what he was doing on Tatooine that whole time. Touch of gray, not white hair, but he's close. Who would you rather have... Who, if anyone in the world besides... It's Ewan McGregor? That's Ewan. Ewan. It's such Ewan. an Irish Ewan. name. Ewan I love McGregor. it. Um, what... Who would you want to play Obi-Wan? I can't picture anyone. Completely there. different take, Greg Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs> Just change it. It's a comedy. <laughs> it should be. He's Jason kind of Bateman. A, a flustered. <laughs> Wait, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman alone on whatever that that planet is. Dagobah. <laughs> I would just. 
I wonder if when we talked to J.K. Simmons, we got to ask him if he's gonna uh, if he if he'd be down to play Obi Wan. I feel like he'd be a good one. He could crush Obi Wan. Actually, it's a completely different Obi Wan. Need a beard. It's a much maybe a little more hair. It'd be yeah. It'd be (laughs) because now I'm just imagining Whiplash, J.K. Just yelling at young Luke, who's asking. He'll about teach you though. You'll learn. It's a lot you will learn, like it or not. <laughs> are you swiping or are you stabbing? <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, um, with the lightsaber shit. Anyway, so yeah. So what, what else we got? Uh, okay, keeping us in movies. Um, Logan Lucky and Hitman's Bodyguard were two of the big yes. movies coming out this past week. A lot mm-hmm. of people uh, thought Logan Lucky was going to be the big movie. Kind of an interesting cast with Driver. Uh, so it's Adam uh, Driver's Kylo Ren, Daniel Craig, Daniel uh, Craig, James Bond, and Channing uh, and Tatum. It's Magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's so you, a cast. Couple you, studs. you think with that lineup uh, for a Southern comedy, that yeah. would have been perfect. But no, Hitman's Bodyguard knocked it out of the park, made over 21 million. And Hitman's Bodyguard dollars. is Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds playing themselves. Right? Playing themselves. Okay. It's, a, it's a comedic spin on the yes. movie Safe House. Okay, yes. what it is. There we go. <laughs> were, yeah. they, were they both in Safe House? No, that was, it was Denzel. Denzel. Which isn't racist. This is no, a joke. No. But. Very, very similar <laughs> themes. I feel, I, I feel like every year a movie like this comes out where it's like, it's a buddy, buddy cop movie yeah. with two huge actors. <laughs> they don't get along. And like uh, just real low key 45 casualties at the minimum. But we're laughing. We're having a great time. Yeah. time. And you know the thing is, at the end, they solved the case. Although I bet this is, I don't think it's detective. It, no, it's about, it's no. him. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds it's just getting like Samuel L. To, yeah. uh, to, the, to court. He's got to testify. Just like Safe House, uh, Ryan Reynolds has been knocked ass backwards mm-hmm. into this kind of babysitting job. Yes. And then he's it struggles with it. He's just your normal <laughs> spunky, witty bodyguard, you know, just and your run with of the Denzel, mill. He is Ryan Reynolds. People yeah. are dying in South Africa, and with Samuel, yes. I'm only assuming people are dying in America. So I assume so. Yeah, <laughs> I think it might be in Europe funny. or something. Do you think? Do you think Samuel L. Jackson says "motherfucker"? I think huh? probably a couple times. <laughs> a couple times. And do you think? Do you think Ryan Reynolds uh, breaks character and talks breaks the fourth wall? Looks at the camera. <laughs> Looks at the camera. Well, he's he known to. Yes, I, I think so. I think uh, that's. It's, I think it's a lot of that. I'm willing to put. <laughs> I bet Ryan Reynolds is nothing but charming. That's uh, the word. I, I think he is. I'm willing to put all three of my John Cena signed posters and my Mike Piazza jersey on the fact that both of those things happen. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue like, both <laughs> happen in the opening scenes. I think. I think really I think quickly. Right out of the gate, we're going to get a very Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. They, they, they just kind of yeah. just rip the bandaid off. Fun. He's having fun. He's goofy. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, actually super interesting, and I'm going to actually get a little moment of trivia in here, too. Do it. Um, so Emma Stone this past week, uh, and they, they did the, the rankings by just going over the past year. But mm-hmm. So Emma Stone this last week, just uh, went by uh, her other uh, leading ladies as um, the number one paid or highest paid women in uh, Hollywood. She's now female making, actress. Yeah. She cleared uh, twenty six mil this last year, Ooh. which isn't super high before taxes. Uh, before pre taxes, yeah, pre taxes, uh, which isn't super high. Cons- cons- so, I mean, it's really more like, considering. Uh, I don't know how taxes work. <laughs> wasn't a big wasn't a big uh, like movie star uh, year for women in that uh, you know we're, we don't have the Hunger Games anymore for Jennifer Lawrence, but it she was, was making forty plus mil. Yeah, I think it will be. I think the next couple of years it'll be the Wonder Woman girl. Oh yeah, she's gonna be. I mean, that's a. But while we're on this subject, yeah, no, this is uh, interesting. So Emma Stone's number one. Can you uh, finish out the top five? So Emma Stone shocks me because I can't name a movie she was in this year besides La La Land. So I guess that was that was a huge one. That one grossed over four hundred too. But how much did she get paid? 
I don't, the, so, this, so, pro bono. So, so it's not like she's clearing this per movie. This is her last year's earnings. Yes. So, over the past but I'm saying I would have thought I would have thought it would be an actress who was in four or five big movies. She probably know. was. I, that we just didn't I know. Um, yeah. So you're saying you want us to guess the other four? I'm saying Emma Stone's one. I want you to guess on two through five. Give, give me two. Who's two? I got two. I think. Give it to me. Amy Schumer. Oh so no. No two. Jennifer Lawrence. No. Jennifer uh, Lawrence was one last year. I would have put put the house on Amy Schumer. Jennifer um, Lawrence is in the top five. Amy Schumer is not. Amy Schumer is not in top five. It's her first year doing movies. She's yeah, paying people. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Joe's out as well, which is super th- rare because I thought with the Avengers shit, she would have been all over it. Halle Berry um, had, a, had a busy year. Halle Berry did not. She, no, that's not a debate. She was busy. Maybe <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel also no. That um, TV money is just not coming in. The, the, uh, Charlize Theron. Done. With no. the Atomic Blonde? Yes. Uh, you would think so. Oh, sadly, no. Ready? Green Lady. From- yeah, all these names aren't even in the top five. Jennifer Lawrence is the only name you've said so far that's also in the top five. That's nuts. I want to say it's Zoe Saldana, the Green Lady from Guardians of the Galaxy. Very strong guess. Also, no. Not in top five. Also, no. Sigourney Weaver. What the heck? She's always there. Sigourney Weaver's in my top five, she but not this top five. No? <laughs> okay, I'm going to need a little. No, no, Can no, I, I give I hints? Anne Hathaway. Chipper. No. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> Um, Meryl Streep. You tell so, me right now. So the last Streep. thing Rebecca Romaine Stamos was in. X-Men United. <laughs> X2. <laughs> um, Kirsten Dunst. You know Kirsten? <laughs> Fuck. I'm so close. Wasn't Wimbledon this past Am I game? circling it? Am I circling it? Uh, I feel like you guys are getting further. I'm thinking like like a like a Brie Larson. I'm going to give you number two right now. It just gets you guys back on track. Give me two. Give me a hint real quick. Jennifer Aniston. What the heck? She cleared 25.5. She cleared 25.5. What is she making? Oh, Jay Alps, Jessica Alba. Alps is out as well. Uh, okay, so You already one. got three with Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Now you're on four. Have we, got, we haven't gotten four or five. You haven't gotten four or five. Sigourney Weaver isn't four or five. Once again, she's certainly in my top five. I literally refuse to five. believe this. Um, oh, Daisy Ridley. No. All yeah, because why should get paid that much? She's a no-name. Who, who is the girl that was in Rogue One? What's that girl's name? It's not her, It's though. not her? But I dig her. She's great. <laughs> Um, Very approachable. I, I I gotta think. Who puts the asses in the seats? Megan Fox. She's not in anything. Um, who's the lady? Who's the girl from? Uh, she was from San Andreas. She was the rock star. She was in Baywatch. Eyes oh, like, eyes Alexander like Daddario yeah. or whatever. Eyes like, like the that. Night Daddario. Yeah. Maybe is that how you say that name? Uh, no. No. All right. Give me a hint. Give me. Give us hints. Give us uh, hints for four. Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, comedy actress. Not as traditionally good looking as the other girls on the list. Well, now I don't want to be mean. <laughs> I was about to say Sarah Silverman. I was like, no, nah, she's she's pretty. I, she's, I like, yeah. Oh, I'm not. Who am I? Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. We got four. And give, it, and give me five. Five's gonna surprise the shit out of you because it did me. She had a big movie this year, but I feel like this is too much money. Lucy Liu. <laughs> and there it is, number five. Lucy Liu. <laughs> uh, uh, how old? Give me an age range. Yeah, it's gonna age. Helen Mirren. Late 20s. Late 20s. I love Helen Mirren. A bit, uh, yeah, a bit. Mila Kunis. Yeah, bang. I got it? Really? Did Bad Moms. Did a couple of the others. Bad Moms. That was a bad movie. (laughs) I'm really good. How about that take? Is she still with Ashton Kutcher, by the way? Oh, yeah. While we're talking money? Because this is something that's going to bother you. That guy's a billionaire. No. All all through investing. He's one of the the earliest guys in on Uber. And Twitter, I think, too. Yeah, He's got like five of them. He's got like stuff you wouldn't even think of where it's like, oh, he saw it coming. He saw the signs. Kelso? Kelso. Yes. You heard me right. Get back in movies. And that, by the way, finishes yes, yeah. up uh, this week uh, news with Neil. This, 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 yeah, this is something that we almost forgot to do. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it every every week. 
It's called Bald Win, Bald Loss. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the Baldwin family. Love him, hate him. You got Alec. Let's let's name him. Alec. Uh, Haley Baldwin. Everyone always forgets Danny. I love me some Danny Baldwin. Danny Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Who's the next one? Billy Baldwin. Uh, fuck. Kim Basinger. We yes, count. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yes, because as we've always said. <laughs> nice. Being yeah. a Baldwin, it's like being a Marine. Yeah. You might not be deployed. You could be 70 years old, years old, but if you were once a Marine, you were always a Marine. And, and she was once because she was married to Alec Baldwin. She was. They were divorced. So yeah. she's still a Baldwin. She's still always Baldwin. a Baldwin. I'm going to go. All right. Ireland Baldwin. There's like one left. That I was about to say, I thought, I thought, we, I thought that was it. We can, we're kind of counting China Phillips. You can also kind of count Adam Baldwin, who's another actor who's not related. Hell, you can count Doug Baldwin. I was just going to say Doug Baldwin. We'll I, I like to Seahawks. keep an eye on as well. <laughs> we'll. We'll include the Seattle Seahawks, Doug guy. Baldwin. Fucking fantasy implications. But so every every week we're going to go over who uh, our bald winner yep. of the week is and who our bald loser of the week <laughs> you is. You do not want to be the bald loser. <laughs> you want to stay off that yeah, list. And we're going to go down the list and uh, and we'll, we'll, we're going to keep track of who the bald – who is the ultimate winner at the end of like, you know, a year or a decade or whatever of doing the show. <laughs> who who won the decade? Who lost the decade? Here, I, I got a couple options and we're going to decide them. So I got two losers for you. Okay. First one of losers, Alec Baldwin. Uh, because Alec, rarely on the loser. Yeah, because like he is usually yeah. the only winner. <laughs> Saturday Night Live's coming back. Yes. He's getting typecast. Donald Trump. He's coming oh, back wow. as Trump. He's going to come back as Trump. Everything has to do with Donald Trump right now. He's getting typecast. He won't be able to get other roles other than Donald Trump. That's ah, one of the that's wow. one of the options for loser. Yeah. Um, oh. Alex also the uh, a contestant for winner. He's got a new book coming out. Ooh, and he's promoting it. Um, What's it called? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> You've never had a guy steal both winner and loser of the week. It, well, we've never had any done, winner though. or loser yet. So <laughs> it can be done. Can it be done? I, I don't think I, so. I don't know. Uh, another winner is Haley Baldwin. Uh, she's the new face of Adidas. How is that possible? Uh, doesn't the Adidas symbol really quickly, doesn't it kind of look like a weed leaf? Kind of. I was thinking, like, what's that thing in Australia where they play? It's like a, like a symphony place. That building, Sydney Opera House. Yeah, the yeah, opera yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of looks like the Opera House. Okay. Anyway, like so she's a new face of Adidas. So Haley Baldwin's uh, an option for a uh, bald winner, uh, bald loser. Stephen Baldwin. Uh, Just a loser. He's a <laughs> he's super super easy. <laughs> he's not helping himself either recently. No. He's getting involved in these uh, the Charlottesville political. Commentary. So so yeah. he's so that's why he he's a loser. He's not uh, being supportive of his brother Alec because mm-hmm. Alec hates Trump. Yeah. Stephen's super into Trump, so he's he's a loser. That's a um, rough, uh, rough Thanksgiving for the Baldwin family. <laughs> n- another, another winner is uh, Billy Baldwin, because um, they they just announced that they're doing a backdraft sequel. Yeah, and uh, people pretty much only know Billy Baldwin from the movie Backdraft. So he's definitely approaching the ba- he's in the batter's box right now. He's about to get his second attempt about at a movie hacks. that people actually know. Uh, him for so those are let's let's vote on the the ball. I, I have a quick clarification. I'm confused with Haley Baldwin being the. Uh, is she an athlete? No, but she's hot. That's all it needs but to Adidas, be. Adidas. I guess it's more lifestyle now. You don't need to be because in my mind, Adidas. Who's their other guy? James Harden. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shooting guard, yeah, Houston Rockets. Just so, two peas in a pod, right? Right. That seems a little odd. Them James on the Harden. same poster or something. It's like Skechers with Ringo Starr. Well, that and Skechers. Joe Montana. And, yeah, Joe Montana. You know my theory about Namath too. <laughs> yeah, you know my theory about the Skechers with Ringo Starr one, right? What? That Ringo Starr. There's. I just in the magazine. I've written an article about this actually. There's in an in a magazines there are uh, ads for. 
with Ringo Starr just sitting, Sky Mall, wearing, it, yeah. wearing Skechers. And my theory is he just really loves Skechers. He approached them. He called Skechers, <laughs> said, I'll do this for free. Because why on earth would anyone be like, you know who our audience respects their shoe choices? Ringo Starr. The last surviving beetle. Or the second to last surviving He's like beetle. Graham Parker's cameo and This Is 40. Just really loves Oreo cookies. Just yeah. loves them. <laughs> I, I think Ringo Starr just loves Skechers so much. That's why he's it. But so bald winner. Bald winner. Here are our options. Alec Baldwin. He's got a new book coming out. Haley Baldwin. New face of Adidas. Uh, Billy Baldwin. Backdraft's coming out. Henry, who's your bald winner? I'm going Haley because Adidas is cool. Adidas is back. I think she's investing at the right time. Their new going kicks up. are freaking awesome. Their new kicks are I was just late cool. to the Easy Train or that kind of style of shoe. And, and that's they're, everything. They're now. owning it. Right Even now. New Balance. They're crushing right it. Yeah, yeah. But I think Adidas is climbing. I think Haley Baldwin is going to lead them to the top of the tower. No, who's your? Uh, I'm in winner? for Billy because he's rarely nominated for said thing, yeah. and that fires me up. Good for if he mm-hmm. if he gets any action in this backdraft. Uh, Reimagining, proud of him. Yeah, fucking heck. Go go for Billy. So so that so Bring, that find Danny uh, some credit. Tag him away. Yeah. So so that's uh, I have the deciding vote. I'm gonna say um, Billy or Haley. Uh, Bill. I gotta go, Billy. I yeah, gotta go Billy because backdraft, on. dude. Imagine. If, imagine, put yourself in Billy Baldwin's shoes. Can you? I do. I try to you, once a day. Th- take your take your feet out of Haley Baldwin's Adidas and put them in Billy Baldwin's fire boots. This guy's got one movie going for him. It's Backdraft, it's and it's coming back. Billy Baldwin is the first bald winner. Here's our bald loser. Congrats, lose, Billy. Bald loser options. You got Alec because he's being typecast as Trump, and Stephen Baldwin because he is uh, uh, being unsupportive of his brother and also supporting the Charlottesville stuff. So... No, we'll start with you. Who's your loser? Steven's the obvious choice yeah, there when, when, when you put the, them side by side with each other. So let's just call it, it Steven. Steven, <laughs> Steven's the loser. Yeah. Steven is the loser. But I do love the perspective there on uh, on Alec. Because I, I, I never even once bit, thought of that. Because I thought that bit was getting a little worn I out. I was getting old. Yeah, before they even got there. And so if they're going to come back, I would imagine that's going to be their first, like, before the live from Saturday night. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be Alec up there doing some kind of Trump-related thing. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Maybe he plays his brother Stephen. So our <laughs> so our first bald winner is Billy. Billy, and our first bald loser is Stephen. So interesting that Alec neither Alec nor Haley made the uh, the podium. Yeah, Billy, keep it up, Stephen. They're they're constant contenders. Together. Yeah, get your act together. You know, f- fix it. All right, so now we're gonna do our uh, our segment <clears throat> that we're gonna do every week if if we have one called Script Doctor. Um, basically, there's a ton of movies that people watch. And don't like, and a lot of them. I think that can we. There's a lot that we can fix. Yeah, a lot of these movies have a lot right with them. Mm-hmm. Yes, very simple things. I guess hurting them. A lot of them bees. Back. A lot of bees being thrown out that you could bump up to an A with a couple simple fixes. Boom. Yes, absolutely. One thumb up to th- two thumbs up. Yeah. So I got I got um, a, a couple quick script doctors. Um, my first one, uh, Captain Underpants. They came out with that movie. Yes. Those were like my favorite books as a kid. Hilarious books. <laughs> Fired uh, up to hear this. If if I didn't, if there weren't Captain Underpants, I'd venture as far to say I don't know if I would know how to read now. Yeah, Professor Poopy Pants. Just the names. <laughs> <They're>, Unbelievable. <laughs> Captain Underpants and Encyclopedia Brown. Do you remember those books? I do not remember. Do you remember Encyclopedia Brown? Encyclopedia Brown. There's a. It was like a Is kid. that a play on words that I'm missing? No, it's his name. Just encyclopedia. The, he was just an encyclopedia. The kid was so smart. He was, he was Dictionary a, Jones. So the, the kid was so smart. He ran a, uh, a detective agency from out of his house. And basically what it would be oh, is I love each, that. each chapter 
which by the way, now I think about it, in my mind, each chapter was like the size of like a, a Harry Potter book, but in reality, it was probably like three pages. Yeah. Each chapter, they go over the case, and then at the end, he solves it, and it's uh, the end, it's like, how did he solve it? And then you, ha- you have to guess, and you look at the answer in the back, um, and I swear to God, I read, <laughs> I think there was like 50 of them. Mm-hmm. In third grade, I read every single one, and I think zero times <laughs> I was able to predict like, oh, it's because... One of them was like, he said that the dog did this because he was wearing a green shirt. How did he know that the dog didn't do it? Dogs are colorblind. I never like, wow. I, that's one that sticks that out That one went over my head. I missed that one. There was one too that was like, uh, you know, like his bully, whatever, it's a tangent. Encyclopedia Brown, Captain Underpants, without those I can't read. But the, the Captain Underpants movie came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be huge. Uh, it did pretty poorly at the box office. I don't know if it... I think it just barely made its money back, but here's how I would fix it. I haven't even seen it, but here's how I would fix it. Make it R-rated. Wow. I would, I would turn wow. up the adult on it. And I'll tell you why. One, the people who followed Captain Underpants... Are now adults. Are now my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to go see a movie... About Professor Poopy Pants? <laughs> no, I want to see a movie about Professor Poopy Pants... <laughs> But I'm not saying name him Professor Shitpants. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of this. I thought you were just kind of like pump up. That's kind of it. It sounded very gross to me. I want to just do that. Out I there? wanted more. I want more <laughs> high octane. I want. Okay. I want. I want stuff because I wanted live action. <laughs> A dude in his underwear flying around. Yeah. Like why not? John Goodman would be perfect. <laughs> John Goodman would be perfect. He's, He's exactly the exact proportions of an adult. He's exactly who you cast. Understands. And they also curse themselves because one thing, they, it was called Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. You, you, you're you jinxing yourself if you call yeah. it the first because it's like... You're that confident. Dude, you're, two, not three, gonna get, you're not going to get a sequel if, if, if you're that confident. Um, Trilogies do not grow on trees. So that's my that's my first script, Doctor. Make that R-rated. Let's get let's get the, the kids cursing. Because it's already like kind of a, an inappropriate book for children. Make it violent. Let's make it violent. Yeah. Let's make Captain Underpants... We don't need another Batman who's afraid to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Captain Underpants should be killing people. I hear I hear saying. that comparison a lot. Batman and Captain Underpants. <laughs> they're peas in a pub. <laughs> they're sensitivity. They're peas in a pub. Yeah. <laughs> um, very similar origin stories, too. Um, <laughs> and by that, I mean the exact opposite. Um, and then the other one, other quick one I had is the Emoji Movie, also a movie I haven't seen, but that one is even more panned uh, by people who watch it. Here's how I would have changed it. I would have made it a different emoji. What do you Their mean? main emoji is, I think it's one who's like, I think the main emoji it's is cool guy, right? Or I think it's the grossed out emoji. Or it's like it's like the it's ma- not no shy monkey. His it's the meh emoji. It's, it's the yeah meh eh, 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 eh. <laughs> I would have done. Which one of you would you have chosen? I'll Who t- voices him, by the way? I'm trying uh, to teach him. Okay, he's uh, he's, he's got that can. guy. He's got can. Here's who I would have done for the emoji. I would have made it the uh, handball player emoji. Okay. Because very specific. <laughs> there is a handball player emoji for some reason. <laughs> I mean, th- in theory, there's I think like twelve handball player emojis because there's the man, the woman, each race, and then every single race. The color palette. Um, and the reason I would have done that is because there are literally zero movies about handball players about the game, the old the. Which is surprising because it's such a talk the beloved about. Olympic sport, <laughs> beloved handball. Sport, the yeah. beloved Olympic sport, handball. <laughs> I would have used the emoji movie as 
a platform. An introduction to the world. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring handball back to the mainstream. It's 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 done its time. Okay? So that's how I would have done that. New, I know you also you yeah. also have a, a and, and I'm not in love with you talking about at or at least advertising handball either, because that's secretly my little sneaky way to getting in the Olympics. You and I both shot. Yeah, yeah, we're joining the, the American handball team. It seems like the easiest team to make. Do yourself a favor and go watch three minutes of highlights. Yeah. It looks like they just Flipped on like All a GoPro in a gym class, and it's yeah, <laughs> it's it's the JV uh, dodgeball, yes. not even the rubber one. No. It's the yeah. kind of squishy yeah. one, <laughs> which you can palm easily, and, and you have to dribble it sometimes. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, it makes no sense. There's no, I don't even think there's an official rule there. Very they loose say three steps, rule. but I'm not seeing a lot of refs. I think it's very a, loose. Yeah, very NBA travel yeah. policy. Call your own yeah. fouls yeah. type of thing. A lot of LeBron's running around. Prison rules. We're giving a lot of leeway. A lot of hero ball. Sorry. I think I think really quickly, and then we got to get off the tangent. Yeah, I think with one day of practice, I think I'm the greatest handball goalie in the history of the sport. <laughs> in goal. The goal is like the size of a hockey net, and it's like, just get in front of the ball. I don't know. Anyway, uh, New, what's your script, Doctor? Um, mine was actually, so we watched this, uh, I forget when it came out. It came out some point this last year. I want to say like six months ago. Yeah, I think a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it's, well, movie. it's split uh, okay. from M. Night, Shemalian. Shemalian. Uh Shyamalan with Ding Dong. And I'm a big fan of going to his movies because, and I would say I've actually disliked more movies of his than I've liked. Well, he's got Sixth Sense. Yeah. He's got Signs. But every Village. single time he does some goofy thing with it that always just leads itself to conversation. So mm-hmm. here's that conversation. Yeah. Saul Split. A lot of random details that I thought were completely irrelevant to the story that I would like to yank out. Well, it's technically a superhero while we're, movie. While we're doctoring this thing up in performance surgery. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a super, superhero horror movie, but it's neither. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. My biggest qualm with it, the entire point uh, of the movie is focused around this guy who's got 23 separate distinct personalities. Uh, and mm-hmm. then a, a, a talked about 24th. James McAvoy yeah. plays him. Yeah. Uh, were you a fan of any of the 23 personalities? Well, you only meet like four. You only meet four. One of them's like a 60-year-old British woman. It's one like of them's a- like a nine-year-old slightly developmentally disabled boy. And one of them's and- like just kind of a real hard of Yeah. Just yeah, germaphobe. Germaphobe. Yeah, yeah. It's like a neat freak. Why the fuck? <laughs> such a weird. Let's 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 M Night. Let's drop it down to five personalities. Let's get dark with let's it. Let's nail them. Let's yeah. drop all the molestation undertones that we're not going to revisit at the end of the movie. It's and odd. let's fucking let's get something that we want to watch. Think about the the viewer. My biggest my biggest uh, thing I would change to make it interesting is he's supposed to be like the super villain. He's got all these crazy personalities. Like there's the one personnel at the end that's like the worst. The beast. Give him a superpower of some sort. You know? Like give him super something. So I, don't, I don't even know what. The beast was supposed to be kind of superhuman. At least they, yes. they tried to show that in the montage of him running back. He was just very athletic. Yeah, that's it. Just an extreme athlete. Yeah. And that was about it. Like Captain America level? where it's Very like- similar. But not even. Not, Imagine America, Wolverine without like his regenerative exactly, that's exactly what I'm thinking, without his healing stuff. It's Wolverine without the, the without the claws and without the uh, the healing. So basically, yeah. his beast personality is a guy who's on PCP. Basically, yes, that's exactly that's it. exactly cannibalistic, it. Uh, heightened strength. Like he's a scary guy, but nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> besides okay. a, a wacko. Okay, so quick fan theory I got: <laughs> this guy isn't doesn't have split personality. He's just a really abuses drugs and sometimes <laughs> takes PCP. He's an addict crying out for help. He's crying for help. I like that. I like that though. Yeah. I mean, I, I 
if they're not if they're not going to show you all twenty three in a montage, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then then don't tell us it's twenty three. And I like James McAvoy. Love James. And McAvoy. I I, lo- I, I kind of dug what they were driving at, but it just got it got lost in itself. Yes. I think M Night got caught stroking his dick a little too much. <laughs> I agree. And, and, and yeah, I agree. That's yeah. what happened. All right. Well, yeah. So that was that was script doctor. The, the emoji movie, Captain Underpants, Split. Everyone who made those movies. Hire us. We'll, we'll yeah. make them better. You messed up. Don't let it happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're done messed up, kid. Yeah. Okay. Next, we're going to go through a couple of... Uh, obviously, there's a ton of trailers out there. We're going to watch a couple of them, see what we good, thought. Trailers are big. It's like its own yeah. genre now. I love just sitting down and watching 100 trailers. So what's looking good, what we're excited for, and what looks just kind of ridiculous... Trailers on Tinder. Trailers on Tinder, yeah. I go to bad movies to sit through previews because I enjoy trailers so much. Oh, yeah. And certain trailers, a great trailer does not mean a great movie by by any chance, but we're going to pretend it does, and we're going to, uh, <laughs> it's called Trailers on Tinder. We're going to watch trailers, either swipe left, swipe right. Yeah, yes, so while, now. I, while they're swipe right on a movie, which means, if you swipe right, it means... I'm seeing it. You're seeing it. And yeah. if swipe left, it means I'm passing. Passing. Got it. All right, well, let's, let's do it. What, what, what's our first one? So we got three... Uh, we've got, I, I can't even really pronounce it. The first one is Adam Sandler. Uh, the Meyerwitz. Meyerwitz. Meyerwitz? I, I thought there was an N in there. Is there an N? No, there's no There's no N. There's an O. It's like Meyerowitz. Meyerowitz? I bet it's just pronounced Meyerowitz. The Meyerowitz stories, though. And so it's Adam Sandler. And the, the trailer doesn't give you much, but you watch it and you're like, okay, that's going to be a good movie. It's one of those. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, you don't get a lot from the plot. The plot is that Adam Sandler and his like siblings, who Ben Stiller's one of his siblings, are coming back to New York because their dad... Dustin Hoffman is like a famous musician or film guy. He's an oh, artist. so I didn't get that from the trailer. Yeah, and so it's like them coming back, and it's a little family reunion. Obviously, things go awry, and mm-hmm. you know, just there are a lot of things that need to be said, conversations that need to be had. Because uh, that, that that none of that is at all shown in the trailer. No, the trailer just like, looks it's like, like a, a fun minute movie. teaser with Adam Sandler, yeah. where he's playing the piano. And it looks great. It looks yeah. like a really good. He's got a just, mustache. I don't know. For some reason, the way it's cut together, even though they show you nothing, looks fun. it looks it looks really good. Looks entertaining. Yeah. I was gonna say because what you just said to me there—that's the first time I've heard anything regarding the plot to the movie. Same, yeah. and I've, it's uh, kind of all over because I guess it did really well at Cannes or some movie festival, and it's supposed to be like he might win an Academy Award. Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always making fun of his dumb movies. He's back. He's mm-hmm. official. Which is bullshit, by the way. Adam Sandler's movies. Sure, they've gotten dumb, but Grown Ups is the most watchable movie. If you're on a plane flight, it's the most watchable movie of all time. I don't know, he's good. He hasn't lost it, but him serious? Interesting. You want to fall asleep to a movie, you can fall asleep in the middle of an Adam Sandler movie, wake up, and you're, you're going to fall asleep with a like a lighthearted belly laugh, and you're going to wake up to a belly laugh as yeah. well. So I, I, I think he gets too much flack. So you're saying you're going to swipe right on this I'm guy. definitely swiping right. Serious Adam, last serious Adam Sandler movie was Funny People, right? I think and that's kind of funny. And that was still hilarious, but it was, it was called like, funny. But it was, I mean, I think the that was the was last tough. commercially successful kind of serious one. I exactly. think he did one a couple of years ago where he was like the third guy. No, so exactly. I think yeah. I think this kind of dramedy uh, genre is just his wheelhouse. One hundred percent. I've been fired up since uh, the thing came. Uh, the review came back from Cannes. Yeah, it was, was like you won't it. believe this, but Adam Sandler's the front runner for this year's Academy and Award. He's got and a mustache. Like, you, know yeah. dr- you know what drama he was in? His best drama, Click. But actually, yeah, yeah. The, back, the back half of Click is 100%. Serious themes. Serious See, themes. There's no movie that makes me cry more than Click when he says goodbye to his, or he watches his, like, remote control stuff, whatever the fuck you would call it, uh, like, not telling his dad he loves him, like, the last time he's... That, See ya. You you watch that? It's like, it's like watching soldiers coming home videos where it's Speaking just, like, Speaking of Hoffman, bawling. by the way, isn't Hoffman the dad in Click? Hoffman's yeah. the dad in yeah. Click as well. 
They, right. they have a father-son. They got a thing. Oh, they got is a... that the dad and click? The guy who plays the Fonz is the dad and click. You're oh, fucking you're so right. right. It right. is. Harry yeah. Winkler. Uh, Harry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. I get those guys confused. It's your name. It's my name. <laughs> I also think I was the last person in the world to realize that guy was the Fonz. Yes. Well, our roommate Mikey... Who, realized it like a, a Our roommate Mikey, who throughout, who throughout this podcast, if you're watching the video of it, he's the guy who's just kind of like hung over lying on the couch a bunch. He... Uh, he was unaware that the Fonz was even a, a movie character. Yeah, he thought it just meant cool guy. It was like a, uh, <laughs> just an alternative. So way I think to you're, say. I think you're in the clear. You're not <laughs> cool person. Um, but so you're swiping right in this movie. Yeah, you, definitely. What, how about you? Hundred percent. I'm swiping right. I'm fired up. I dig the cast. I think Ben Stiller's going to be uh, not as. I'm hoping not as much of a straight edge. I'm hoping as yes. we get into hour two of this movie, he's willing to cut it off a little bit. My guess is that's what a lot of the plot is: is getting him to uh, become more Zoolander, less. Yeah. Whatever the heck he's doing. Walter yeah. Mitty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. More, 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 yeah. I feel you. I'm actually going to swipe left in this, and I'll tell you why. Ooh. The trailer was basically, so it was that song, which was like, okay, that didn't, didn't win me, didn't lose me, on the, the song that was throughout. What lost me is, I, it's just a pet peeve of mine whenever there's a trailer where half of it is just cutting to a, a shot that just says people's reviews of, Adam Sandler is masterful. Ben Stiller yeah. <laughs> is amazing. The variety. Uh, Spectacularly du- silly. Dustin Hoffman is like unbreakable. Bearded. Yeah, uh, yeah bearded. Emma Thompson is a revelation. Yeah, that that's all, what it was. That's, I think that's it's a revelation. <laughs> what that always tells me is, all right, so the, the story kind of sucks, yeah, but there's boring. like... But it's just like really good character acting. So I'm swiping left for yeah, that I reason. Yeah, I kind of buy that review, yeah. though. That it, it's a kind of a shitty uh, movie. Like, it's just not for us at all. It's going to be like but The Revenant. The, but it just acted the shit out you of it. You see The yeah. Revenant? The Revenant. Shitty story. Okay. Oh, okay. Sh- shitty story, but it's <laughs> like, you watch it, you're like, yeah, I guess it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's I, like, think, I, think I didn't enjoy it. I'm not going to watch it on a plane. I think great story. I think it's just tough to watch a guy get mauled by a bear and then try yeah. to make it for an hour and a half. Not if you're Thormund. <laughs> yeah, Torment. Torment. Yeah. <laughs> Survive to tell the tale. That's a little callback joke. You never fucked a bear. All right, what's, what's our next movie, hon? Our uh, next movie is... Molly's Game. Molly's Game. Oh, yeah. Which looks freaking awesome. I have a couple couple notes on it. But, uh, Give it so to me. Molly's Game is uh, Jessica Chastain, so the girl from... Uh, is she, and she is different than Dallas Bryce Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. How does that order go? Da- Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Bryce Howard. They are different. Both red hair different people just clearing that up <laughs> jessica chastain she's molly and then it's molly's game based on a true story but it's a movie you just blew my mind by the way that, that it's a different person there are two different people <laughs> different on. people she plays the main girl and the whole story is about how she basically through through wit and uh keen moves chess moves created this underground uh poker ring and it's a true story true story poker ring with like celebs and famous people where it's like buying like like I don't want to say like a million, but like 250k. It was 250k in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, like north of that and stuff. And so, and I guess this is all a real story. It's like the big guys are like Leo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, all these dudes. You just call him Leo DiCaprio. Well, yeah, I've, I've you, met him. What once. are you chums? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Him, <laughs> Bobby De Niro, Bobby, Bobby De Niro, and uh, yeah, the whole gang. Benjamin Affleck. I actually think Ben Affleck. Jimmy McAvoy. Benji. It was it was Jim. It was Jim McAvoy. Yeah, it was Jim McAvoy. Um, Jim Cameron. Um, Billy Shatner. 
But I, you know, I thought it looked great. It looks my only pet peeve. I'm definitely swapping right. Just throwing that out there because I love. I just love movies where there's celebs going on, and I don't think they use the celebrities' real names, which are, is extremely unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, my first thought seeing it is, I didn't know poker was that illegal. It's like a very serious movie where it's like someone's going to jail, someone's doing time for this. I thought hey, underground poker was kind of okay. House it's because yeah. they're not. It's because they're I, they're not paying uh, taxes on it. Also, no, exactly. But like, I didn't think it was that I big of. I think a, it's one of the Ten Commandments. No gambling? Yeah. Thou shalt not. I don't know. I'm making myself a I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, not that that has anything to do with law. Separation of church and state. Did you guys take history? <sighs> People I podcast with. But um, the, uh, the like poker thing, my issue, my, my, one concern that I have is there weren't many poker scenes. I'm a sucker for poker movies. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot about poker. I think it's a lot, it looked like it was a lot of her and her lawyer, Idris Elba. And he's like, you gotta talk. She's like, I won't give names. Man, see, I wish it was more of just like a poker movie. Yeah, like, she's not the player from what, what I gather. This isn't no, like she's last scene it. of Rain Man. It's, it's she's, she's running, running it. yeah. like this like underground casino. But it's legit, and it was for like it was for like years. Yeah, and Sorkin's writing. Which I was is about exciting. to say, Aaron Sorkin oh, also wrote it, yeah. which means it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. I bet you there's a good poker scene. I mean, I bet it's like a three hour movie. And I bet you there's Michael like, Sarah's in it. So you are swiping right, right. Anything with um, definitely in. You're swiping right. Poker celebrities. This is a uh, so uh, swiping left is no. Swiping left is no. Okay, this is a surprise swipe left for me. Ooh, it's 21. Entourage meets Twenty One. There is a uh, certain tone to really the. Really quick, I just want to pause. Entourage meets Twenty One. That's your selling pitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's. I think that's a pretty good one. I don't, I don't know if that movie gets funded. <laughs> I, think, I think it does. So no, but the whole tone of the trailer, she's like. Let me tell you a little something about me. Yeah. This this is a true story. I, my name's real and all the names. It's just a very... I don't dig... I just saw The Zookeeper's Wife and I dug that Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Where it's like a little lovely European girl. She's a little and too hard. Yeah. Now it's badass Jessica Chastain. Well, that's the thing that kind of annoyed I, and me. And I can see the way it's going to be written with Sorkin. So she's going to yeah. be super quick and firing from the hip. And yeah. I'm, I don't know how in I'm going to be. Wait, really quickly. The Zookeeper's Wife... That's different from Kevin James's The yes, Zookeeper. Yes, It's a sequel. It was a World War II film. I thought you were about to Very say, different. I saw The Zookeeper and was like, that's what I'm looking for, Justin. <laughs> no, I watched Gifted and The Zookeeper's Wife uh, in my most recent hotel stay. Okay. Gifted was better. Okay. So there's a little quick review, sneak review there. So you're swiping left for that. I'm going to swipe right. It was close, though. And the reason why I was almost thinking of swiping left was, one, the poker thing. The reason why I'm going to swipe right is... The one celebrity that they, they keep on, I bet you he plays himself. Oh, no, I, I, actually, I don't know. Is Michael Sarah? So he's in it. I doubt he plays himself because then he'd be just admitting to the crimes. But he's, well, I think everybody got convicted and stuff. This is such a great, it would be such a great opportunity. Talk about the perfect opportunity to have people play yourself. Yes. Ben Affleck should play himself. And oh, yeah, because he was involved as well, right? Should play themselves in this poker game. Oh, I have no, do you guys have any clue to the history of it? Like people I know who Leo are actually and involved? Blair. I know those two. And I think Ben is right too. The what's their crew with them and uh, E from Entourage? Yeah, what's that? What's the <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. I think it was called the Pussy Posse. It's the Pussy Posse. Yeah, if you guys don't know what it is, yeah. just Google the Pussy Posse Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> and there's an article. It's hysterical. But anyway, t-shirts. So, um, anyway, uh, I'm I'm gonna swipe right solely. It was close. The reason why I'm swiping right is because you know Michael Sarah is. I just would love to see a poker scene of him bluffing. Yeah. I bet it's the funniest thing in the world. He's got long hair. He looks all goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that Michael Sarah ever looks like cool, suave. <laughs> but but he, he I, I love him so much. So that's uh, those. We, we got two rights and a left again. What's our what's our final? 
Our final one uh, is just looks so messed up. It's uh, what's it called? The the killing of a deer. The sacred killing of a deer. Sacred killing of a deer. From the dude that did the lobster. Which so I another Colin Farrell movie. And yeah. I hated that. Another movie. animal named. Yeah, you're right. Movie from Colin Farrell. And if the it's guy anything like it. the lobster, so the trailer of this uh, the sacred killing of a deer. It's also very confusing, and it's the scary. It's just terrifying the whole time. There's a song in the background, but all it is is this little girl singing. Like what the, song was that? By the the way? scariest version of Firework ever, right? I no, it no it's not Firework. No, it wasn't Katy Perry. It's, we were it I think up, it's called Burn. Up, up. Yeah, Burn. It's Ellie yeah, Goulding. Yeah, burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly watch what it is. Burn, burn, Ellie Goulding. But it's burn like somehow they make that really creepy, and it's like she can't move her legs. She's like handicapped, but like. She's crawling around the whole time. There's some like inexplainable thing that's handicapping a ton of people. Yeah. And then you get cut to Colin Farrell saying, the surgeon's never responsible. And it's like a malpractice thing. Yeah. Which is <laughs> complete bullshit. Like, yeah. Are you serious saying that no surgeon's ever made yeah. a mistake? It's, I can think of a lot of medical malpractice but, but cases. My <laughs> guess is it's a it lot up. like because it's the same dude that did the lobster, which is also Colin Farrell, dystopian future if you're not in a relationship, you have to go to this like basic, basically a concentration camp to find and find one. And if you don't find someone to love, then they turn you into an animal. So pretty hilarious concept from the outside. Yeah. You watch it; it's like the darkest movie ever. It's like really like really the movie about uh, concentration camps is dark. Huh? No, but, but <laughs> the, the trailer is, is light and goofy. It's got John C. Riley and they're messing around. John C. Riley has a list. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, John C. Riley. Oh, pretty good. But uh, my guess is this is something like that. John C. Where it's Riley. Like uh, fuck. Dystopian future, and I'm if I'm just out. I'm left a hundred percent. You're left. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm left from the get go. This is something that we'll we'll kind of learn is if it's ever a scary movie or a psychological. I just can't do that stuff. I'm in for thriller. I'm not in for just. We're gonna make it feel really weird. We're gonna weird you out. You touched on so the whole trailer is them singing. We figured out "Burn" by Ellie Goulding. Man, you want it up in up, the up. most horrifying way ever. Yeah. There's a certain age of child. How old is the girl in the movie? Mid teens, maybe. Maybe mid teens. Low teens. Okay. Like that. There's a certain age, I think, between the ages of nine and like fourteen, where if a like a young boy or young girl between the age of nine and fourteen sings a song alone, it's horrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> well, if there's no instrumental and someone's watching, especially if someone's just watching, it's like, what are you doing? Like if you ever, I remember going Put on to some, a CD. I remember sometimes going to Henry and I have a couple little brothers. I remember sometimes going to like being dragged to their like little choir performances and stuff. And you listen, no matter what, if they're between the ages of 9 and 14, and they're singing together with no musical backing, you're just like, I think a murder's about to <laughs> in this theater. Goosebumps. It Goosebumps. doesn't matter. The, the they're, they're just scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? So I'm swiping ominous. left, you're swiping left. How about you? Left. Uh, it's probably got to be left. I'm not going to go spend money on this I, for, I in a movie so. theater. You I know. could see myself uh, a sick day, and I'm home. I mean, maybe trailer I'm number two gives us a little more of a peek. Yeah. Uh, but I'm probably out. Nicole Kidman. I was in way it? out on the lobster, and it feels like the lobster's more the same. yeah, more the same. Ugly stepbrother. It just I want no part of it. I don't think. I agree. Man, so we got so let's just really quick and review Meyerwitz stories. Uh, we got two rights. Uh, Henry and New are both going right. Yes. I am going uh, left. Then we got uh, Molly's game. Henry's going right. Right. New, you're going left on I that one. Le- I'm out on Molly's game. And I'm also going right on, on that one, though, with, with, along with Hen. And then none of us liked Clean uh, sweep, no way. The Sacred Killing of a Deer. Just not fun. If they had picked another song, maybe? Yeah. Or, think- or make a... Give me something of what the title... What, what's It always drives me nuts. 
the sacred killing of a deer. We watched the trailer. They don't show a deer once, let alone a sacred one. <laughs> it's, it's super pretentious. Like, just explain it a little bit more. Exactly. It's pretentious. It's just like... Who do you think you are, Colin Farrell? I'll tell you... I'll tell you SWAT. I can guarantee you... Go back to SWAT. It, just Colin, th- Colin Farrell thinks he's better than you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You think you're fucking better than me? When you think you're fucking better than me? It started with seven psychopaths and it's gotten itself to here. Yes. And now he's not even, he's just, it's he's hard a Irish dervish. accent, it's smug, and it's in my face, and I'm out. I'm out, Colin. I'm done. You gotta win me back. All right, here we go. Now here's our, our, our next segment is, uh, where are they now? Um, a lot of times, kind of, a lot of this a lot of this show kind of goes back to what movies that we watched as kids and stuff like that. But basically, you know, you watch these movies and TV shows, and these, these kids are like the biggest deal to you. Like, mm-hmm. remember Mike's super short show? Oh, yeah, of course. Where the fuck is Mike? <laughs> I've been looking. I don't know. Super, super short career. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mike's. Mike's super short career. Anyway, um, watch him be like Michael Stipe. Yeah, of, somebody. Of, who's Michael Stipe? I don't know. I At least R.E.M. Watch him be Michael Stipe from R.E.M. <laughs> anyway, um, so every week we're going to, uh, our, our buddy Newheisel is going to do some research and he's going to uh, dig into uh, some of these kids who we haven't seen. They're now adults who we haven't seen in forever. Uh, and tell us where are they now? What's, what they're up to? A little yeah. bit of detective work. So, so for this week's Where Are They Now? This is probably the most recent I will ever go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we watched Harry Potter this uh, this week, Harry Potter 7 Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, unquestionably the best, followed by uh, 4. That's you can't say unquestionably. Be going. Okay. Think number three. Number three. <laughs> three is the only one that could be My taken Lord. out of the movie. You don't need it in the series. Number three is such a snob Dark. pick. You just Dark. need four is the best. Serious. Yeah. I love Four, Goblet right? Fire. Okay. I love Goblet. Okay. Anyway. 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 So we're watching seven part two, and at the end of the movie, they go into the rumor requirement looking for Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem because yeah. it's one of the Horcruxes. And it's it's Harry. Did in I get the all game? those trigger That's, words you, right? You by the nailed. Way? Her lost item. You nailed lost literally item. everything. I'm yeah. the her- resident. And it's Harry and the okay. gang, and they're getting chased by. Uh, they're getting chased by Malfoy, Malfoy and his goons. Malfoy and his goons. And so the goons uh, were always uh, Crab and Goyle, if you remember crab. from the very first movie. And then kind of into movie two, they do the uh, mm-hmm. Polyjuice Potion, where they switch into Crab and Goyle. Yeah, the, the cupcakes, the whole deal. And so we're sitting here watching this. They're so fucking fat. <laughs> and, and Goyle's uh, That's their thing. Goyle's lighting up the room with some kind of wildfire you spell. Got a fire thing, yeah. And then I'm sitting there going, "Where the fuck did Crab go?" Yeah. Yeah, he's not and there. And I kind of remember hearing something a couple of years ago of there was he got lost in like drugs or something like that. Like there was some kind of story like the that. The actor. Yeah, the actor. Okay. So Jamie Whalen is the kid's name. Okay. The uh, actor of yeah, Crab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so went and checked him out to see what was what. Uh, Crab got booted from the series just after the filming of the sixth and movie. And he was the rounder one. He was the rounder one. He gotcha. was the shorter guy. The the guy that Ron turned into. Yes. In the second one. He's in, the guy who kind of looks like the bulldog from Arthur. Yes. Exactly. Little, yeah. Exactly. Tubbier. He's Zlotnick. The from, children's show. Uh, looks like he has a lot of giants. anger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, anyway. In 2006, uh, right after the filming of uh, Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, starts getting accused of uh, rampant cocaine use. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly that At got looked time. into but never charged. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So they uh, continue with him as the cast member. Uh, Six gets released uh, and it goes on all as well. 2007, uh, he's driving by a cop car, snags a pic of the cop. They're immediately like, what the fuck? Go and pull him like, over. Like takes a picture of him? Yeah. Like driving by and they take a pic and they're like, what the fuck was that? So it's like, Interesting. like they go pull him and his buddy over. Uh, car reeks of weed. They find like eight pounds of pot in the car. Jeez, I'm and then they, because they're like, "Fuck you!" Like, give us that picture back. You can't just go around snapping pictures of us. 
uh, they like, I guess, look through his phone and there's all these pictures of plants, uh, like marijuana plants that were back at his mom's house. So go back to his mom's house and he's just got like this whole factory. What uh, an unfortunate of uh, series of events yeah. for him. Yeah. So he's doing that whole deal. Uh, not arrested though. Only gets like 120 hours for community service. What the heck? But launched off the Harry Potter deal. So yeah, pretty. So, so, so he's crab is now in the spiral. You're done. And then in 2011, I don't know if you guys remember uh, the English riots or whatever, but there was a small little deal there. Vaguely. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm I, I don't terrible with Honestly, I don't remember either. I clicked on the Wikipedia page for a second. <laughs> it's but a long Just way know shit was happening yeah, in 2011. Yeah, they were upset uh, about a lot of stuff but uh you know what they're upset about homie, yeah, homie gets arrested at the thing for uh throwing a molotov cocktail and being just fucking insane Crab, my dude yeah. so now uh, he, so he got sentenced to two years in 2011 and i've heard nothing since you only get two years I, for throwing a molotov cocktail. it must not have hit anybody it must have been a poor toss <laughs> <laughs> dude or the towel didn't reach to the thing something, or something and yeah. it just never exploded. I've never I've never used one, but it doesn't <laughs> look that difficult. The irony too, because like you said The wildfire from Goyle the in fire seven. Yeah. It destroys wow. the lost item in the room of requirement. I think I believe Crab was supposed to be the one who said it, and he kinda said it in real life. Did he yeah. get lost in his character? Is exactly. it a Heath Ledger Joker situation? He got too into Crab. Wow. <laughs> All right, so where are they now? He's just method as shit is yeah. where he is. He's just, he just went super method. He's getting ready for movie eight. He's getting ready for the callback. There was an eighth movie. It's part, part, two, part two. I mean, I mean, movie nine. He's, movie nine. Movie, Book yeah. eight. Crabs back. Jamie Whalett. Jamie Whalett's the kid's name. Don't and forget he, him. And he's only 28. He was an 89 guy. He's got time. Yeah. I'm just waiting for movie nine now where it's, the billboard is just going to be like a super close-up shaded of just his cheeks because he's got the fattest, most iconic cheeks. cheeks. And it just says, he's back. He's back. And we're like, the oh. The dog back. And we're like, oh my God, there's a new Harry Potter coming out. <laughs> Holy shit. Crab's back. Crab's back. Crab's back. So that's where are they he's now? He's bigger than ever. <laughs> ja- Jamie Whalett, kind of missing right now. Uh, he's also a, an ex-con. Yeah. Maybe a current con. For all I know, he's still in jail. He's um, a product of the system, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all a very unfortunate situation. Young British actors in, 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 uh, in hit series learn from this. Learn from his mistakes. Um, that's where are they now? Yeah, good stuff. Go. Guys like Hot Pie in Game of Thrones. This is who I'm concerned about. Yes. Who's Hot Pie? Hot Pie is the guy, the baker that you'd see in like Big season three guy. with the brother. Oh, that he's that with we Arya just for saw a while. that told Arya to go to the Winterfell. He could be going down. He's he's on a crap path. Yeah. <laughs> check just his started mom. a bakery check, called. Uh, check his mom's house. <laughs> I fucking I don't know. Check his mom's house. Okay. That's <laughs> all, <laughs> I'm just check his all I'm saying house. is. Check out his mom's Just house. check out. So now we have what we've kind of all been waiting for, which is, of course, uh, we got J.K. Simmons to get on the show. Big J.K. guy. Huge. I've been fired up. I can't believe we got him. I know. Big podcaster, apparently. Why don't be involved? Yeah, real lucky. Loves podcasts. Anyway, the unfortunate part is I do have to get out of here. Dang. I um. You emailed and you set the whole thing. It's a shame. I've been talking with J.K. It's a bummer because it's just weird with him calling in when I'm not here and I was the one who was talking with him on the phone to get him on the, on the show. It doesn't matter. We're going to try our best. Yeah. I have to leave. Um, I thought it was a great first podcast, by the way. You guys wrap it up there we um, go. with JK. There's a chance I might be able to come back at the very end. Fingers crossed. Um, but we shall see. All right, so I'll see you. Uh, good luck with the interview. Godspeed. Godspeed. Okay, I think uh, I think we might have him on the line. You know him. Uh, it's one of just your favorite bald men in Hollywood, for sure. The uh, newspaper guy in the first couple Spider-Man with the mustache. He was in Whiplash with Miles Teller as the abusive jazz instructor. J.K. Simmons, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. 
Wow, so great to be talking to you. This is really unreal to have you yeah, in my sorry headphones. Sorry if we right have now, a JK. few a few jitters. This is definitely a bit nerve wracking. You boys have nothing to be nervous about. Well, that oh, that voice definitely reassures me. <laughs> the voice the voice might uh, uh, seem otherwise, but I'm a friendly, humble, gentle. Uh, bald man, as you said. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And we, we are excited for you to become a, a, a friend of the uh, show. Speaking of friends, uh, you've been in a lot of great movies with a lot of our favorite stars, Tobey Maguire, Miles Teller. Do you have any celebrity friends? Any, anybody you hang out with? Anybody I hang out with? Well, first of all, Tobey Maguire, like his Spider-Man character, he's a menace. He's a menace. <laughs> he's a menace. <laughs> yeah, okay, I had a feeling about that one. Uh, and then Miles Teller, he, he is also... Well, Miles Teller is a great guy. He, get, he gets a bad rap, but I would also qualify him under menace. Interesting. Two menaces. A lot of menace, menacing co-stars. I wonder if, if you attract uh, guys with attitudes. Any, any <laughs> other uh, close friends that we, we might know? Anybody, anybody big time in Hollywood? Uh, big time in Hollywood, Tom Hanks. He's a hero of mine. Tom Hanks. So between Tom Hanks and, uh, you know, if you were going to have Tom Hanks and, and Tobey Maguire be in a... Uh, a movie together, I think you would you would say hero or menace. Hero or menace. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, JK, I got another. Uh, I got another question. Fire for you. away. Are you a uh, you, you you like to watch current movies, TV? I stay up to date. I I, I have uh, uh, television. I have Comcast. Comcast. I have uh, HBO. I don't have Showtime, but I do have Stars. There we go. HBO. <laughs> um, HBO. Obviously, Game of Thrones. We love it. It seems like everybody loves it. You a Game of Thrones guy? Huge Game of Thrones guy. Huge Varys guy. Varys. He's your he's your man. Is that a bald community thing, or is that strictly? We uh, have a bald community. There is a website. Uh, there is a social aspect a big to it. Uh, Varys is. I think he portrays as well. <laughs> Strong bald man. Bald eunuch. <laughs> what about uh, what about the the not so bald guy, uh, John Snow, the opposite of bald. John Snow. Mm-hmm. Snow. Yeah, Snow. Menace. Menace. There it is. <laughs> Hot takes from J.K. Simmons. All right, but anyways, in Varys? Game of Thrones, Varys. Hero. <laughs> Varys hero. John Snow menace. I like it. <laughs> Speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, you know we we like to give our our guests when well, you're our first celebrity guest, but we like to give our guests some questions that are outside the box. Get them, you know creative getting funny we've been thinking you know a lot on the news right now you got the whole trump and russia thing go north korea russia seems dangerous but you know what else is dangerous khaleesi's dragons so let's blend the two worlds together yeah, let's combine if, them. if we had to take one of the more uh, formidable evils in our world today and and put them up against in a, in a mortal combat scenario yeah. against uh, one of the greater evils facing Westeros, uh, Khaleesi's dragons. Yeah, Putin Putin versus Khaleesi and her dragons. So the question you're asking me is Russian or dragon? Yes, that is exactly are what we we're Russian going for. Are we Russian or are we dragon? That's exactly <laughs> what we're going for, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to have to go with Russian. Really? Over the dragons? Well, I guess it's only two, not three now, but wow, interesting. And I guess the Air Force... Uh, you know the, the the deck restacks itself a little bit. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's a little bit more fair terms. So you're going you're going Russian, not dragon. Well, if we're if we're thinking Russian or dragon, you have to keep this in mind. The dragons, the Russians have like uh, the I, I believe your name is New. That is correct. I mean, yeah. it's Jack. I go by Jack. Some people call me New. Uh, Mainly well, the ones called that also go by Jack. The guy I was talking to on the phone though, his name was Jack. You're correct. Yeah, we got it's it's confusing over here. I'm gonna call you new. I think all of your listeners are also gonna call you new, just to keep things simple. Uh, but I, I think I think we gotta go with the Russians here. How they can implement themselves in other worlds' politics, much like Varys and Tyrion and uh, uh, Baelish, as they say. Uh, the, I, 
their air force, I think, would defeat the dragons, and then Putin himself. I know he is a, a fond, like myself, a uh, black belt. Black belt in a. Uh, he's black bot. He's a black bot. <laughs> he's a black belt in uh, taekwondo, and so I think one on one he takes down Khaleesi and his his uh, his his own dragons defeat the dragons. So between Russian or dragon, I think I got to go Russian. Good question though. There we go, Russian. Um, on the uh, the current event note, we were talking about it earlier. Tom Cruise, who does his own stunts, broke his his leg doing a just gnarly building jump that fails. Do you ever do your own stunts? And if so, and if you got hurt, well, how would you handle it? I feel like that's that's a tough mm-hmm. move on your career. You know, they don't have me do a lot of stunts no? for my roles. Um, I did hurt myself on the set of Juno, though. Really? Yes. Gotcha. Interesting. How how did you hurt yourself in Juno? Can we uh, introduce the question one more time? We'll cut out the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in current events, uh, we were talking about earlier, Tom Cruise just broke his leg jumping from building to building uh, because he does his own stunts. He's known for that. Do you ever do your own stunts, JK? I always do my own stunts. They don't have, me do, they, they don't have me do a lot of stunts to begin with, yeah, but, right. but I'm always doing my own stunts, uh, particularly. Well, I mean, fortunately, the, the, the good part about uh, what I do is I have just a boatload of farmer's insurance. Ah, in case there's injury? <laughs> in case of injury, I, farmer's always has me covered. Gotcha, gotcha. You, so, do you boys have insurance? Uh, yeah. I, I have one rule when it comes to insurance. What's that? Farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> farmers only. Yeah, speaking of which, I always thought, is there any crossover there? Are you, are you a big friend of the farmer community? I think they must be related. Farmer's insurance, well, it's funny you ask that. Farmers Only uh, was originally meant to be a dating site for like-minded people who have State Farm Insurance, but since then it's been taken over by, um, you know, people who who uh, are shepherds and people who raise corn and maize and, and the actual, yes. I guess you would call them actual <laughs> farmers. Um, but so, yes, there is a relation. However, uh, we, we are trying, us at State Farm are trying to separate uh, farmers only from ourselves. That's going to be a tough job. Uh, moving on, we know we, we, you've got two kids, JK. I'm sure you're a fantastic dad, and they're both teenagers. You got any parenting advice for any of the uh, any parents listening? Kids are like... Insurance. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yes, kids are like insurance uh, where you just really can't have enough of it. Um, <laughs> I, I can't get enough of my kids. They're both in their teens they're both, they're both uh, just growing, and, and, and fortunately, they look so much more like their mother than myself. Um, but uh, one, uh, one quick story about my son. Uh, I was at his uh, JV baseball game. He's a big baseball fan. Baseball man. Baseball, baseball player. He plays second base. He's a large, uh, power-hitting second baseman. Um, rare. And, and very rare. Very rare. Dan Ugla. Much like Ugla. Much like Pedroia. Um, Chase Utley sort of a, a Chase Utley type, sort of an Alfonso Soriano type, sort of a Robinson Cano type, sort of a Danny Murphy type. Very rare gotcha. to have. Very rare. I'll name several, but very rare. <laughs> very rare to have a power hitting second baseman. My son is one of them, and, and he's playing. And, uh, and, and, and wouldn't you know it, he, uh, he, he hits a, a, a single, and he tries to step it into a, a double. 
but as he's as he's running, he gets caught. Uh, a kid in right field gets the ball. He's between first and second base, and he starts throwing it. Uh, and and so my son runs back to first base. Uh, but unfortunately, as he's running back to first base, or fortunately, I should say, uh, the the ball is overthrown, and 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 his shoe gets caught on first base. So next thing you know, he's running to second base. He's rushing to second base while he's dragging first base. So at the same time, he was both rushing and dragging and dragging. <laughs> Just like Miles Taylor. Usually there needs to be a distinction there. You're either rushing it's or either dragging. And I, either or. But yeah. you're saying your son was both rushing and dragging. What a story, JK. Thanks yeah, for that. Seriously. Well, it was great to be on the podcast. I, uh, I hope to be a recurring guest. Uh, we I, hope to have you back, yeah, frankly. So I don't well. know if you see this uh, from the other side of the table there, but we're, we're, there's another chair we could sit down in here if you ever wanted to be a regular uh, cast member. Yeah. I, I would I would love to absolutely be another cast member. I would love to meet uh, your your buddy uh, Jack. Yeah, he was bummed he couldn't meet you. Yeah, he, was, he said he was going to try to hustle back. I don't know if we're going to get uh, maybe a little overlap with you guys. But yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, wait, no, no, no. He's walking in right now. Jack! Is Jack still on the line? He's, he's still on the line. We still yeah. got him. Yeah, we got him. Jack, I'm here. Jack, how we doing, baby? I'm doing very good, Jack. I'm, 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 I actually, I got to go. Uh, but uh, it, it, it was a bummer I didn't get to talk to you a little bit more. Um, Jack, really quickly, though, before I go, we were just talking about power-hitting second baseman. Uh, who is your favorite power-hitting second baseman? Uh, Jack, I, I have to go with uh, Danny Murphy. You, you got you to go with Danny Murphy. Go Nats. I was going to say the same. Another similar one would have been Alfonso Soriano. Do you, do you like Soriano? I love Soriano. How about uh, Dan Ugla? You like Dan Ugla? Love Dan Ugla. What about uh, Robinson Cano? Robinson Cano is just a fantastic hitter. Dustin Pedroia as well. Gotta love Dusty. Dusty's just fantastic. Anyway, Jack, I gotta get off the line. It was uh, great talking to you guys. You're both just a bunch of heroes. No menaces. Uh, <laughs> do me a favor. Do me a favor. Get some farmer's insurance. You got it. Menace-free zone, <laughs> farmer's insurance. Done. Check thank, and check. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. We hope to, uh, to see you again. Appreciate the time, JK. Ciao. You know, you see guys on screen and you think you have an idea of who they're going to be. Yeah. And it's refreshing when they're exactly you think they're going to be. I was going to say, it's refreshing when JK they're Simmons. exactly the characters that, that they play. That's the guy. Yeah, even when, yeah, I like that. Did he say a lot of his famous catchphrases? He said most oh, of them. Oh, he said quite a few so of them. the only one he didn't was Hank Mardukas. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer. It's almost like you guys were trying to get it. Him was to almost say like it. we were trying to get you, get him to say it, but hey. Yeah, when you asked him that question about the friends, I was hoping maybe he'd get the hang of lead into yeah. it. Yeah. But no. Man, JK might not be as smart <laughs> as be a little bit quicker than that. <laughs> All right. So that was our interview with JK Simmons. That was great. So that's the podcast, too. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm not wrong there, right? That that's all we had planned this week. That was our first podcast. So, yeah. So uh, follow us at uh, poolboycomedy.com. We're going to be doing this every week. Every Sunday night or, or Monday morning. It all depends on the internet. Because mm-hmm. the internet's sometimes slow. It's, it's a, coming, it's a going. Fickle lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so that was the first podcast. We're going to be releasing them every week. Um, go to poolboycomedy.com to check them out. Uh, we also do a bunch of other stuff, which you can all find there. Check out our Instagram, poolboy.comedy. A lot of things going on. Twitter yeah. feed. There's stuff. We got sketches coming out. Things are yeah. happening. That's what we got. Hey. I'm good, you good? I'm great. Bowling? Till the next time. Let's go bowling. Let's do it. Sundays are for bowling. Let's go bowling.